South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's race book has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, specially adapted adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas Radio Network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All righty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here from the studios of uh, South Point, the South Point Studios at the South Point Hotel uh, and, of course, uh, Casino Complex here in Las Vegas on the fabulous Las Vegas Strip, Las Vegas Boulevard. We welcome you to the show. It's already been busy here today. Racing a half a world away in the, the Saudi Cup and, of course, uh, at the uh, King Abdul Aziz uh, race course in uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And it's the big uh, Saudi Cup day of racing there. They've already gone through uh, five races. The fifth race just ran the uh, Riyadh Dirt Sprint. And John Linda will be with us in just a, a minute or two to tell you about the results of those races as we move forward to the Saudi Cup that will be run at 9.40 a.m. Pacific time. You can uh, bet here at the South Point. They've been betting. The crowd's been here already. They've been betting the races since 5 o'clock this morning uh, when the first uh, of the uh, bettable races went off at about 5.15. But as uh, John Lindo told me when, he, uh, when I came into the building, he said, Ralph, 
They're dragging post times in Saudi Arabia, so we'll wait and see how far they go before they get to the Saudi Cup, which is scheduled to go at 940. Don't think that's going to happen, but uh, it'll be this morning, that's for sure. And that's how we start off this Saturday Race Day Las Vegas radio program. And, of course, uh, we're at the uh, YouTube South Point Studios location there. Just go to YouTube, hit South Point Studios. You'll get us. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. It's free. You can see, you can watch and listen to us there. And, of course, our anchor station here in Las Vegas for radio is at uh, Sports Talk. 1400 a.m. and 107.1 fm here in las vegas and then a whole bunch of other platforms like our websites racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global iphone or android with the kshp app that you can put on so you can hear us on your devices and certainly many different places that you can get us uh, of course a uh, podcasting as well so however wherever whenever welcome to the saturday race day show and the action has already started back here in the states we're going to be looking at hot springs arkansas for the big racing card there and the rebel stakes holding 50 points for the kentucky derby future book uh, leaderboard and of course the honeybee which will hold 50 points for the uh, kentucky oaks leaderboard as well a great card at uh, oaklawn park and i gotta tell you folks it looks like the weather is going to be good all over the place. It was yesterday. For the first time, John Linda was telling me in a long time, he said, for the first time, uh, the tracks were fast and great all over the country. I think we're going to have that same thing today here in Las Vegas. The sun is already shining. 48 degrees. We're going to get up to 67 today. And uh, that's just setting the table for a big race day show and a big day of racing across the country. Now let me bring in our cohort here who's in studio with us. John Lindo, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Already a busy day, and we're just getting started. Uh, it's like afternoon to you. You've been here since uh, they started the races at Saudi. Well, when the window, windows are open, I'll, I'll show up. All right, so give us a, a little uh, look at what has happened so far. I understand there's been uh, now uh, five races out of the nine already conducted. And, uh, you know, we are looking at, of course, the American horses for, for, for the Saudi Derby and the uh, Riyadh Dirt Sprint. So what's been happening over there? Well, just to recap what just happened, it's yeah. unofficial yet, but the Riyadh Dirt Sprint was, was just run. Uh, the favorite was number nine, Skelly, from Steve Asmussen coming in from Oaklawn Park. Uh-huh. Had the lead till about the deep stretch, and the Japanese horse, Remake, nailed him in the last 50 yards. Uh, again, they're just uh, unofficial yet, but Remake, who was taking a lot of wagering action, uh, looks like the unofficial winner of the Saudi, the Riyadh Dirt Sprint. Skelly was second there, so... Uh, a Japanese horse there, and uh, some other uh, results earlier on. Then wherever you want to go, I've got them. Yeah, well, John, you know, you talk about the Japanese horses, and uh, Jonathan Hardoon and yourself were talking about, and so was I, that these Japanese horses have really gone way up since the days when they were well-beaten horses around the world. This, they've been taking big races around the world, Breeders' Cup, and and uh, in Saudi and in Dubai, etc. And uh, well. Give me the results of the Saudi Derby, then. The Saudi Derby won his race number four, and uh, the American horses ran well, but the Japanese horse, Forever Young, who had to be seven or eight wide every (laughs) step of the way, he didn't change leads, and he just kind of kept grinding. He never looked like he was going to get there, but he ran down the New Jersey bred, Bookham Dano, who's by a Florida Stallion, Bucero, who's now standing in New York. So you've got a, a Florida Stallion, a New York bred, and he got nailed right on the money. Uh, the third-place finisher uh, from Gulfstream Park, Ben Tornado. So uh, the American horses ran well, but the Japanese horse who had all the billing, he was 4-5 to five when the uh, wagering was done. Uh-huh. Wherever Young gets the money there, and uh, his next goal is supposed to be the UAE Derby. 
on uh, Dubai World Cup night? Well, we know that Jonathan Ardoon, a couple of days ago, I asked him to give me a look at the Saudi Derby and Saudi Cup because we knew that uh, by the time we got to him for Saturday, they would have already run at least one of the two races, and that he picked the Japanese horse for every young in that race, and he also uh, picked the Japanese horse for the Saudi Cup. We'll get him on in a few minutes, but I can tell you this. You know, I'm not judging how they ride, but uh, I got here just in time to see that race. And this horse was wide. The jockey bounced in the saddle a couple of times going into the turn. I don't know if he lost his balance or whatever. And then, as they say in America, this, this horse could have stopped by the hot dog stand on the, yes, uh, at the top of the stretch because he went wide, and he got up just in time. So I would think that if you had to put a slogan onto this uh, description, uh, one-sentence description, a couple of words of this race on the chart, it would be much the best. And I don't have the official time, but I, I, I was hearing on the broadcast that the Saudi Derby Mile was running uh, two seconds faster than any other previous Saudi Derby. So uh, obviously either the track is pretty quick or uh, that was a pretty good field. So we'll see how that plays out yeah, as, as we the will. card goes along. We'll see uh, where these horses go next, of course. No Kentucky Derby points for that race, but uh, still it was uh, it was an And by the way, it was a $1.5 million race, a million and a half, so uh, that wasn't too shabby either. A quick look. There were three races before that. Just give, give us a quick result of each. Well, there was a stakes race to open the card, and uh, number 12, Al-Jamani, won that race with Christian tomorrow aboard. Seventy-seven eighty for that winner. Oops. Uh, there was uh, Arabian race was the second race and a, a horse number two Asfan Al Khalidia, uh, you know, that's the best I can do. Yeah, uh, was the winner at three dollars and ten cents, a prohibitive favorite. And the third race, the International Turf Handicap, was run won by number seven King Shalah, forty four sixty. Uh, interesting in here, Jimmy Jerkins, who went over from New York to train yeah. in in Saudi Arabia, he ran second with number three Mike Frankel and fourth with number one, Finest Sounds, so some American representation there by uh, Jimmy Jerkins. And by the way, that Arabian uh, stakes race, a $2 million grade one Arabian race, and of course uh, with the winner paying $3.10, I would imagine that he's probably the best Arabian uh, bred horse in the world right now. I I'm guessing that uh, he's going to do okay wherever he wants to go. Yeah, okay. Now, we have uh, the... Uh, Turf sprint coming up next at uh, the, uh, six and three quarter furlongs. Six that's and three quarters. Yeah, I don't know what the turf configuration. That's. I have no idea. Okay, so that's what that is, and then we'll have the turf, the turf cup. That's a mile and five sixteenths on the grass, of course. And the eighth race will be the Red Sea Handicap, also on the turf for four-year-olds and up at a mile and seven-eighths. That's going to be a marathon. And then the main event, the Saudi Cup at a mile and one-eighth on back on their main track. That'll be the ninth race. Those are the races left to go at uh, Saudi Arabia. Now getting a little bit closer to America and some of the things that happened yesterday at Aqueduct, we want to thank uh, Jonathan Hardoon a lot. He gave us the winner of the uh, fourth race. Uh, and uh, Mary Galioso uh, with Ruben Silvera aboard, paying $8.90. Uh, thank you very much there, Jonathan. The pick six, by the way, at Aqueduct paid $22,486.16. And, uh, by the way, uh, the uh, nobody, uh, I don't think anybody had a, a double t yesterday at Aqueduct. Okay, then we go to Oaklawn Park. Check this out, folks. Oaklawn Park. How about the third race? The winner paid $124.40. 
Stand by. Comes back in the fourth race. That winner pays $116.20. That was part of the early pick four and early pick five. Here's the deal at Oaklawn. When you don't have uh, five out of five in the pick five, when you don't have four out of four in the pick four, it doesn't carry over. They pay the next best tickets. So the pick four, three out of four uh, in that, uh, paid uh, $928.40. Four out of five in the pick five paid $4,749. And the pure pick three of those three combinations paid $10,565.20. What a day yesterday at Oakland. Christian Torres had a couple of winners. He came with a $20 winner in the last race. Gulfstream Park yesterday. Paco Lopez rips off three wins in a row. He wins the third, fourth, and fifth races. Uh, and the... Uh, Estimated pool for today in the Rainbow Pick 6 uh, looks about 550000 Six out of six yesterday paid 4471 And back out at Santa Anita yesterday, well, I'll tell you, the uh, eighth race winner, Iris Walney, paid twenty three twenty for giving Tyler Bays his second win of the day. That was the highest priced winner by a by about a buck because the last race winner placed first through a disqualification, went to uh, barely uh, functional. That paid twenty two twenty in a kind of a ticky tap dis- uh, disqualification there. John, what did you think about that last race DQ? Uh, you know, the the original winner, barely functional, was in tight along along the fence, kind of snuck through, and and things got tightened up for the first four finishers. Uh, I thought uh, it was fine to leave it as is. Uh, they disqualified the winner, placed the horse second. I thought if you're going to take that horse down, the horse that ended up running fourth was beating a nose for third. Maybe that cost that horse a placing. Yeah. If you're going to take anybody down, you put it down to fourth. So I didn't get the disqualification. Um, it was a tough call because they were racing in tight. and yeah. you know. But uh, it is what it is. It is what it is, that's for sure. And the good thing about that last race with all that confusion is the pick that you had was scratched. So I had no, no action. No harm, no foul there. And by the way, Jonathan Nardoon with that winner at Aqueduct, he had a nice second-place finisher in the fourth race at San Nita yesterday. So he's seeing the ball well, and we're going to get him on right after this first break. we got uh, John Lindo in studio, Jonathan Nardoon standing by, of course, Rich Ang and Jerry J along with us as well. Right after the first break, we'll give you your racing menu, set you up for the day, and then uh, we'll start discussing some of the stuff that might be happening today at Oaklawn Park. So don't go away. Busy show on this Saturday. We'll be right back. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Back on race day, Las Vegas, and of course, uh, busy day going on out there. John, uh, just a quick check of what's going on at uh, the Saudi uh, Saudi Cup day of racing over at uh, Dubai, uh, Saudi, not Dubai, but uh, in uh, in Riyadh. Yeah. Riyadh, yeah. Uh, next race coming up is the turf sprint. Uh, how many how many minutes? Uh, uh, we've got uh, on the board there. It says, oh, what is it about about ten minutes or so? But uh, you know, 
they're they're falling behind, so it'd be you know take the overs. Okay, we'll take the over, and hopefully we can get maybe that race in before we end. Let's go to the racing menu for today here uh, in the good old contiguous uh, forty-eight uh, here in, and of course uh, these will be the first post times on this racing menu that roll out here in Las Vegas. We are in the Pacific time zone, so remember if you're in any other time zone listening to us on the multitude of other platforms that we have. Uh, well, just uh, adjust the post time to wherever you're at from the Pacific time zone. These first post times are Pacific. And uh, I want to remind everybody again uh, that these are the first post times we'll be rolling out in our race books here in Las Vegas today. So adjust it. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's the menu for today. You already know that the racing in Saudi Arabia, the uh, King Abdul Aziz race course is already underway. So we got that running. All right, so Mahoning Valley is the first on the racing menu. Mahoning Valley has a pick six jackpot carryover today of $19,230. Their first post time for eight races is set at uh, 9.05. Gulfstream Park will be next. 12 races today at Gulfstream. The $125,000 Gulfstream Park Sprint is their feature. At uh, six furlongs, the 11th race on the card. Eight to five favorite there is Candyman Rocket with Jose Ortiz. And Gulfstream Park, as I say, had a carryover. The cash in the pick six jackpot stands at $394,290. They expect the uh, pot to get to around uh, $550,000. First post time at Gulfstream for their 12 races set at 9-10. 9-10 first post time. And uh, Candyman Rocket, again, the favorite in the Gulfstream Park Sprint. All right, Laurel Park is next. Laurel Park has nine races. A couple of stakes races at Laurel. The $100,000 Wide Country Stakes for three-year-old fillies at seven furlongs is the seventh. In that race, the five-to-two favorite is Ronan Goddess. And the $100,000 Miracle Wood is the eighth at a mile for three-year-olds. Eleven before scratches there. Post-time favorite, uh, I'm sorry, the morning line favorite, don't know if it'll be the post-time favorite, is Copper Tax at three-to-one in that race. Nine races today at Laurel Park. And a pick-six jackpot carryover of $1,536. And again, first post time, 925 at Laurel. Tampa Bay Downs is next. They got 10 races, a couple hundred thousand dollar stakes races there as well. The seventh race is the Lightning City. Five furlongs on the turf for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up 10 before scratches. Five to two favorite there is just a care. And then you go to the $100,000 Neenster Turf Dash at five furlongs on the turf. Nine are entered there. And the five to two lukewarm favorite is Yes, I Am Free. And that is the ninth on the card. Ten races overall at Tampa Bay. And the Tampa Bay's uh, first post time, they've got a super high five carryover, 6,406. They have a pick six jackpot carryover, 10,438. And a first post time at Tampa Bay at 930. Then we get to Oak Lawn Park. Big day at Oak Lawn Park. It's the centerpiece here in the uh, good old U.S. of A. Oak Lawn Park has uh, 12 races today. Four stakes races in the row. They'll roll out like this. Eighth race is the Carousel Stakes for Phillies and Marys. Four-year-olds and up at six furlongs. Nine go to the post there. Seven to five favorite is Zeltos. Zeltos. I guess. Zeltos. Tyler Gaffleyon. Look, it's the eight horse. That's all I know. You're laughing, Jonathan. Wait, I'm going to ask you for the pronunciation of this horse. 
The ninth race is the $400,000 Grade 3 Honeybee. This has got uh, 50 Kentucky Oaks points up for grabs for three-year-old fillies at a mile and 16th. Seven to five favorite there is West Omaha with uh, Christian Torres aboard in the 10 Philly field. Then the $600,000 Grade 3 Razorback Handicap, mile and 16th for the Handicap Division, four-year-olds and up, a field of 13 before scratches. This is a good wide-open race. Morning line favorite is at uh, 7 to 2, and that is Anti-Life Grande with uh, Martin Garcia aboard there. All right, uh, then we have next the big race of the day, the Grade 2 Rebel Stakes for three-year-olds at a mile and 16th, holding 50 Kentucky Derby points on the leaderboard. The purse, oh, just $1,250,000. Uh, 13 go to the post in this one, and the uh, big favorite in that race, 6 to 5, is Timberlake with Christian Torres aboard. Christian Torres uh, was stated as saying he's uh, happy that all of his, uh, some of the jocks that usually ride these horses are in Saudi Arabia today riding big horses there. So he gets a chance on the main stage at Oaklawn Park. We'll wait and see what he does. First post time at Oaklawn for their 12 races is set at uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. early post at Oaklawn. Aqueduct, the big A is next. And at Aqueduct today, look at that. Track is fast. It'll be sunny and 43 degrees at Aqueduct today. And, of course, uh, they have a pick-six carryover there of $22,486.16, $22,486.16 at Aqueduct. Remember, they didn't hit it yesterday. Uh, nine races today at Aqueduct. The feature there is the Haynes Field. Uh, that's a, a mile for four-year-olds and up. It's the eighth race on the card. Seven go to the post. Maker's Candy is the eight-to-five favorite with Jose Lascano. First post time at Aqueduct, 10.20 a.m. Fairgrounds has a couple of $100,000 Louisiana bread stakes races there, one for three-year-old fillies and, of course, the other one for three-year-olds. Uh, that'll be the two stakes races today at Fairgrounds. First post time at the Fairgrounds for their 10 races is at uh, 10.45. They've got a regular pick-six carryover, $8,163 at the Fairgrounds. And then uh, next comes Sunland Park. They've got nine quarter-horse races at Sunland there today. All quarter-horse racing going on at Sunland. And uh, Sunland Park uh, has a first post time there of 11.25. Then we go to Santa Anita. The Great Race Place has 10 races. Their feature races today is the Grade 3 Santa Ana at a mile and a quarter on the turf for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up. It's the seventh race on the card. Looks like a good competitive race, too. The 5-2 to two lukewarm favorite is Linda's Gift with uh, Tiago Piera aboard. First post time at Santa Anita today for their 10 race card is set at 12.30, 12.30 at Santa Anita today. And then we go to Golden Gate, Northern California. Eight races there. First post time is at uh, 12.45 at Golden Gate. Uh, and uh, let's see, do they have any carryovers there at Golden Gate? I guess not. Okay. Then we go to Turfway Park. Turfway Park has nine races. Their feature race today is the Winter Green. A mile for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up. Seventh race on the card. Eight to five favorite. There's Flashy Gem. Two to one second choice is Chop Chop. So it looks like a two-horse battle in that one. And uh, first post time at uh, Turfway Park is set at uh, 2.55. And then we go to uh, Delta Downs. Delta Downs has nine races there. First post time is 3.15. Charlestown has eight races. Charlestown races has a pick-six jackpot carryover. 3,909. First post time, 4 p.m. Hey, and then we wrap it up at Los Alamitos in Southern California. Los Al. They got nine races. Two thoroughbreds, three mixed speed, four quarter horse races, and their first post time is 6.15 at good old Los Alamitos with a pick six carryover of $28,535 there. 
what a full day of racing we got. A lot up for grabs, especially down there in the desert of Saudi Arabia. Now we go to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. All right, Jonathan, give me your prediction of the name of that horse. I have no idea, but I like that horse also. So I was just going to say the eight horse because uh, <laughs> I was having a hard time, and then I heard you having a hard time, so it made me laugh. Well, that's <laughs> Good okay. Good morning, John. Good morning. And that's Zeitlos, guys. Oh, Zeitlos. John knows Zeitlos. it. Zeitlos. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, we got Zeitlos there. All right, listen, we're going to go uh, over the uh, races at Oakland, the four stakes races on the card. You have an, uh, an, uh, a thought about each one of them, so we'll take them in, in order. The carousel will be the eighth race on the card at Oakland. Yeah, and I landed, actually, it looks like a two-horse race. Mucho Macho Girl, the seven, and the eight, Zaitos, and I gave the edge to Zaitos because uh, she has a win over the track, and it's important to either have a race over the track or work over the track, especially at Oaklawn, and uh, it matters there. So the edge one to the eight, Zaltos. Zaitlos, is that it, John? Zaitlos is what I heard, yeah. Zaitlos, Zaitlos, Zaitlos. But we'll just say the eight horse wins the carousel, the eighth race. Eight in the eighth race, that's easy to remember. That one's easy to remember. Okay, the ninth race is the Honeybee. Now, this is for three-year-old fillies at a mile and 16th. And, of course, this is uh, holding 50 points for the Kentucky Oaks leaderboard here. Big favorite in the race is West Omaha at 7-5. Christian Torres gets a uh, chance to ride this horse because uh, the regular riders in Saudi Arabia. So what's the deal here, Jonathan? Well, this horse scratched out of the Rachel Alexander last week to run in this spot. So they were pointing for this race all along. The horse is doing fine. She lays over the field on the figures. She's going to be three to five, but deservedly so. She's just much better than these. If you had a horse to try to make a chicken soup out of chicken feathers, uh, maybe an exacta, what would you punch with it? Uh, either the one, Allie's Beach, or the three, Honor Cat. Both of those horses are listed at big prices. Honor Cat makes a first start for trainer Robertino Diodoro who has a tendency to move these kind of horses up. And at 15 to 1, I would use that horse probably underneath. All right, you got it. Now, before we go to the Razorback, uh, John Lindo, did you take a look at the Honeybee? I did, and I, I agree with uh, John Hardoon. I think West Omaha's a standout in there. I didn't like the prep race that most of the uh, contenders uh, had at, at Oakland Park. I would take a, a stand against those horses coming out of that. Stakes prep there at Oakland. Okay, so we got West Omaha, maybe a free bingo square in the uh, late pick four, pick five, and all stakes uh, pick uh, thing there. All right, coming up next is the 10th race, the $600,000 grade three Razorback handicap, mile in 16th for four-year-olds and up. Now, we got a field of 13. I haven't got any of the late scratches yet at Oakland. I'll check while you guys are going over it. And uh, how do you see this Razorback, Jonathan? I like the three horse in here, Speed Bias. This is a very tough race. It really is. You can make a case for a lot of horses. Speed Bias, I think, is going to be somewhat of a price. You know, he hasn't won in a while, but he's steady and he's consistent and he fires every time. And if he's really six to one, that's the horse that I would play in here. All right. You like the three Speed Bias in the race, and that's uh, the 10th on the card. Uh, John, how do you see it? I think there's a ton of early speed in here. I, I'm looking for somebody to come from off the pace to win this race. My my first impression, maybe Magic Tap sits a stocking trip, and from the rail sees the night ought to fall into a good spot right behind the speed. So I, I like the eight and the one, but it's a, it's a spread race when you have a single like 
West Omaha, if you're playing the rolling bets, this is a spread race to stay alive in those rolling bets. Well, I think that the next race, the 11th race, the $1,250,000 Grade 2 Rebel Stakes, part of, of course, the Arkansas Derby Series and holding 50 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard uh, at a mile and 16 for three-year-olds, and 13 are entered. We have not gotten the late scratches there yet, but 13 are entered in that race. Uh, I think that although uh, Timberlake is the big 6-5 to five favorite with Christian Torres aboard there, this might be a spread race. How do you see it, Jonathan? Well, Timberlake's doing very well. He's coming off of a freshening. You know, obviously, they're looking towards the Derby. And if you're going to try to beat a horse like this, usually you try to beat him in his first race back. Like they beat Fierceness a couple of weeks ago at Gulfstream. However, that being said, I mean, I, I just think that he's really just towers over this group. Uh, the only horse that I gave a shot to beat him was the 11, Just Steel, who we liked actually last time. But I don't think Just Steel wants to go this far. And I think Timberlake really has them over a barrel here. He's going to be very tough to beat. He's going to be a short price. So you either watch the race or uh, you single him. Well, if you, you know, you, like I said, making chicken, feathers, chicken soup out of chicken feathers, the thing about it is if this is a, one of those race over race bets in the, in the picks, you've got uh, what Jonathan perceives to be two singletons around a race like the Razorback that's a wide open race and maybe the carousel that you can go a couple of deep. So now you're looking at a, a doable ticket with a chance to get a long shot in on either side of these races. How do you see the Rebel, John? Well, you know, I... I thought Timberlake flattened out going two turns for the first time in the Breeders' Cup. I know it was a fast race, but he's never won about around two turns yet. So he's the one to beat. I respect him. But like John said, this is the time you take a shot against a horse like this. He's got to prove he can go two turns. Uh-huh. I'm going to take a shot with two bombs in here and because I think one of the two is going to make the lead. I like number 13, Time for Truth. He ended up running in a, in a sprint stakes here because of the time missed when the track was closed with the bad weather at Arkansas. Sure. He's got speed from post 13. You just go and put him on the lead and see how far he runs. He's 15 to 1 on the morning line. Mm-hmm. The other speed horse is number one, Carbone, who uh, maybe he didn't handle the mud last time he ran at Oakland. He gets back on dry land today. I think one of those two makes the lead. If they don't hook up, somebody could get brave in there. They're both 15 to 1. I'll use both of those to try and uh, get lucky. All right. You ready, guys? You know, I don't normally say too much of anything, but I've got a long shot in this race that I'm going to put in the gimmicks, too, and that is number nine, Leganos. The nine at 20 to one with Keith Ashmussen aboard. I'm going to throw that horse in to the gimmick, and at 20 to one, even with Ashmussen aboard, I, I think it's going to be a decent price, and if he hits the board with any of your horses, I'm going to make money. Exactly. It's that kind of race, yeah. All right, so we're all over the place on that one. And in any case, uh, that is the Rebel Stakes today. It is uh, it, it, outside of betting purposes, though. It's going to be uh, nice to see how Timberlake is coming along because I know this race, uh, Jonathan, is not the race they circled on the calendar, of course. It's the first Saturday in May. And, of course, uh, West Omaha, same thing with uh, the race today. Uh, you know, uh, the first uh, Friday in May is where they got that one circled as well. But it's going to be a hell of a day of racing at Oaklawn. Uh, a great card, don't you think, Jonathan? Absolutely. You know, if it starts early and they give you some results in that place that leaves you shaking your head. <laughs> yesterday. Like, like yesterday, you yeah. Back to the- <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the day version of Turfway Park, which runs at night, where every day they seem to have a $50,000 pick five. Well, you kind of get the same kind of results at Oakland. 
Well, we know one thing for sure. The weather's going to be nice there today, hopefully, and, and certainly uh, there's going to be a, it's just going to be a fun day of racing at Oaklawn, that's for sure. And, of course, you've got a full sheet at Oaklawn Park. Uh, I might add that as well. All right, Jonathan, off of that winter and a nice second-place finish at Aqueduct with your other pick yesterday. Uh, what do you say we uh, – and, and, by the way, the horse at Aqueduct, you know, I, how did that – well, never mind. In any case, uh, uh, give me some other picks if you got them. All right, let's look at the ninth and final today at Aqueduct. It's six furlongs on the main track, and I love the number 11 horse in here, Sinambre. This is a four-year-old gelding. Draw a line through his last race when he won a mile, and it was on a sloppy track. He didn't run well. However, today he cuts back to six furlongs. I like the rider switch to Dylan Davis. I like the five-to-one on the morning line. Number 11, Sinambre, wins today's ninth and final out at Aqueduct. All right, Sinambre, uh, Dylan Davis aboard there. By the way, a quick note, uh, uh, John Lindo, uh, Katie Davis went over in the uh, uh, jockey challenge yesterday. Uh, a female won it, but it wasn't her. No, the the ladies did pretty well against guys like uh, Arad Ortiz and Luis Sayas, but uh, Katie didn't didn't hit the board there. Yeah. But what an experience for her. I, I believe the uh, gal from... Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the French girl, French I think. girl, yeah. Yes. The French girl won it. Uh, I'll get her name in a minute. But uh, that, that was... Uh, and by the way, Katie Davis went there with her dad, Robbie Davis, who was a rider for many years in both New York and in California, I guess. But uh, So that was a terrific experience. I saw her the other day on the backstretch at Belmont, and... She was so excited to be going, and it's just a great story. I I was really rooting for her, you know, at least to hit the board, but uh, didn't get lucky, but you need the right horses. Well, I can tell you this, that uh, it's an experience with her father that was a hell of a jockey during his time in New York, and I saw uh, uh, several tweets along the day with them having dinner together. It's an experience and a memory these two will never forget. So of and within that self, it was worth it, that's for sure. Again, your horse in the ninth race, number 11, Sin Nombre. The 11 is uh, the key there, uh, your pick in the ninth at Aqueduct, with uh, brother Dylan Davis aboard there. All right, anything else? Let's go to Santa Anita. Look at race nine, six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. And number six, King Apollo. This horse just has had rough trip after rough, rough trip. He's never won down the hill, but he's going to turn it around today. He's listed at five to one on the morning line. Giovanni Franco aboard to ride. I like number six, King Apollo, to win today's ninth race out at Santa Anita. All right, folks, uh, the ninth race, number six, King Apollo. Jonathan Hardoon's pick at Santa Anita, ninth race at the six. And don't forget, the guy did a whole lot of work yesterday. He's got four uh, full sheets of handicapping for Santa Anita, for Gulfstream Park, for Oaklawn Park, and, of course, for Aqueduct, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and, uh, of course, you can see on, on the screen right now where to get his uh, sheets, but you can tell the folks on the radio... J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N dot com. Thank you, Ralph. All right, Talk thanks. To you tomorrow. Thanks, Jonathan. We'll go get to, we'll go to the winner's circle, that's for sure. Thanks a lot, my man. And Ralph, before you go to your break, uh, we have an update on at uh, Riyadh in that turf sprint, the six and three quarter turf sprint, the winner number two, Anoff, went off at sixteen to one. Uh, from, went from an outside post, got to the rail, came up the fence and got the money. Number thirteen, Lala Christine second. Number five, byline third. That's an unofficial result. Okay, so the two, Anoft wins that, uh, breaking from an outside post, but with Saddlecloth and bet number two. Number two, Anoft is the winner there. And uh, we'll be back uh, right after this break with more from uh, Riyadh. 
more from Las Vegas and more from wherever else in the country that uh, news is happening for horse racing. That's for sure right here at the Anchor at the South Point Studios here in Las Vegas. Rich Ang is next, and of course, uh, we'll have John uh, Jerry Jackowitz along with us as well. Don't go away. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially at Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on a busy Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday morning. Now we're going to go out to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Yeah, we got the horse racing morning, noon, and night today. Some uh, crazy results so far at, uh, in Saudi Arabia. Of course, the big race yet to come. And, uh, you know, the, all you guys are picking a horse in, in the, uh, the Saudi Cup. I'm, I'm going to come up with a horse, too. I don't normally Yeah, do you know mm -hmm. You know, with the uh, with the Saudi Derby being so early in the morning, and, and all candor, I, I advanced wagered on two Japanese horses, and uh, I didn't even get to see the race. I heard your description, John, uh, of the trip uh, of the uh, Forever Young. Uh, I wasn't real happy with the price, but I was happy he got up. He was one of the two horses I bet. And in the Saudi Cup, I advanced wagered on Lemon Pop, uh, number seven. So... Uh, so I got one of them home. We'll see if I can get the other one home. Oh, give me a, give me your uh, take on Lemon Pop in the uh, Saudi Cup, then. Well, you know, you, you take a look at his record. No, no secret that he's uh, one of the top horses out of Japan. He is one, 10 out of 14. He's got the same jockey as who got the uh, sightseeing trip uh, with Forever Young. This kid, uh, uh, I don't know if I pronounced it right, Sakai. But uh, hopefully he gets a little better trip uh, with Lemon Pop. But... Uh, I mean, uh, you look too back, this horse won by 25 lanes and won the, the Group 1 Champion Cup. So th this looks like one of the top horses maybe in the world. So let's see if we if I can get 6-1, to one, which I kind of doubt, uh, I'd be thrilled. I can tell you one thing right now. The Japanese, uh, you got to beware of them 
it's almost like uh, John with the Godolphin coming with horses in these big races on big days. Uh, they, these, are, uh, these are connections now that you've got to pay attention to. You just throw, don't throw them away like you used to. Well, the Japanese have figured out what they have to do to ship internationally, wh- how to train, how to feed, whatever the medication rules are. Sure. They've figured it. And once you get that down and you know what kind of horses you need for those kind of places... Uh, you know they've they've got the they've got the ammunition now. Yeah, you, you just get them fit, ready, and send them, and and uh, let them. The rip. La- last thing is they dependent on racing luck, and that's it. Yeah. All right, well we got your pick in the Saudi Cup, uh, that's for sure, uh, Richie. I know there's a full slate of college basketball uh, this uh, day as well, and of course we're getting close to the selection uh, show and the conference uh, playoffs, and then of course March Madness. So we'll be tapping you on the shoulder uh, to give us an insight on all of that because we'll be relying on you as we did for the NFL for that information. But uh, just a quick thought of any basketball day- game today that you like or you're waiting to see. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I didn't look at the full slate. I was okay. looking at horse left and right. And in fact, uh, I did uh, do a deep dive into the uh, the uh, Rebel Stakes at uh, Oaklawn and uh, I know Timberlake is going to be a very short price favorite, but a horse that I came up with that uh, I'm going to put uh, the, my two cents on is the, the number one, Carbone, uh, 15 to 1 in the morning line. Uh, I love the fact that this horse had two really big wins at short prices at Churchill and Oakland Park. Uh, it looks like did not run a step in the southwest over a muddy track, and uh, I might be able to, to draw a line through that with a young horse who didn't like the wet surface, but uh, if the horse gets a fast track today, draws the rail with a lot of speed, I think 15 to one's a lot of value on uh, Carbone in the first. And, and uh, uh, John Lindo agrees with you as well on there, so that's got to be one of the horses I rattle in with all of my uh, you know boxes in that race for exactas at 15 to one. Uh, and, of course, Isaac Castillo is going to be riding that uh, carbone uh, from the rail. And, uh, hey, the rail is the shortest uh, shortest way to the uh, finish line, that's for sure. All right, so we got your uh, pick in the Rebel, your thought there, your thought uh, at the uh, Saudi Cup. And, uh, and I guess now we can get a uh, pick at Santa Anita because, after all, you have a full sheet, a full handicapping sheet for Santa Anita right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com websites, as you do in Southern California, every Southern California day. So what are we doing there? Well, let's go to uh, Santa Anita, race number six. It's uh, seven furlongs, uh, made special weight. Uh, I'm going to go with the number three horse, Yellow Brick, coming off a, a layoff for uh, Richard Mandela, uh, one of my favorite jockeys to bet on during the winter at Santa Anita, uh, Kazushi Kamura rides. Uh, this horse should be a, a strong finisher on the cutback, uh, puts the blinkers on. So uh, four to one is the square price. Let's go with the three. Yellow Brick off the layoff in the sixth. All right. Sixth race, number three, Yellow Brick. The three and the sixth race at San Anita is uh, Rich Ang's uh, selection for us. And by the way, that race, uh, John, is the race where that $1.5 million uh, horse, uh, Theisman, that's the name of the horse, Theisman, right. uh, a, a son of Quality Road, is in that race. He's making his first. De- debut start now. This is for Maidens four and five years old. So, when asked about that, uh, John Sheriff's his own, uh, his uh, trainer said, "Well, the horse has had uh, several little bumps in the road getting uh, getting to the races." So, he's the one horse, and he's eight to one on the morning line. So, there's not a lot of respect for the big price they paid for him. Well, he's trained okay, but you know, he's a four year old debuting at a mile for a barn. John Sheriff's that's not known for really cranking horses up first time out. He likes to give them an experience and let them go forward. 
So, uh, you know, good and bad there, but uh, the price tag, obviously he's going to be a good-looking horse when you see him in the paddock. I'll bet you he'll probably get the award for the best-looking horse on the racetrack, that's for sure. All right, so that'll be the sixth race. Uh, you get like a yellow brick in that race, uh, Richie, and that is the, the three-horse at 4-1 uh, to one on the morning line. Don't forget, you can get Richie's full card uh, handicapping for Sanita today right at the racedaylasvegas.com website. Just go there and click, uh, click uh, Richie's icon. Hey, thanks a lot, Rich. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Thanks, John. Good luck, everybody. All right. We're going to wrap up this busy Saturday Race Day Las Vegas radio program with, of course, John Lendo in studio and uh, Jerry Jackowitz yet to come. So don't go away. We still got some left. Don't go away. South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty. Now, you know uh, that we'll be covering horse racing leading up to the Kentucky Derby, but there's a couple of great shows here every day uh, here on the South Point Studios feed at YouTube that you got to watch if you like sports, if you like entertainment, and if you like what's going on in Las Vegas. Absolute. you got to watch. Now, of course, we're on five days a week, Wednesday to Sunday at 7 a.m., but uh, also on the show, on the uh, network is Punchlines. Uh, Frank uh, Nicotero funny guy and a great guy and a knowledgeable guy too he has his show on here uh on the network here five days a week monday to friday from noon to one o'clock this is pacific time now and of course sports by the book Vinny Mulyulo, Chris Andrews, and all of the great uh, handicappers, Mr. Parley's, and, and uh, of course, Alex as well. A full slate of uh, people who know what they're doing, and, and they'll give you an insight on, and boy, when you get to March Madness and all of those, uh, all of those basketball games, you need these guys, and, and they're great and entertaining as well. They're on Monday to Friday from 3 to 4 p.m., and of course, Saturday and Sunday, they'll be following us. We've got to get out of the studio because they start at 8.30 to 10 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday must see TV and great stories too, Ralph. I I, I love the stories by Vinny and and, uh, and all the guys and and you know it's all true. Yes, uh, you know because there there the, the, the there's got to be over a hundred and fifty years worth of bookmaking experience with the, with those guys there. That's for sure. At minimum, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've been around a while. Yeah, well, we all have, I guess. Well, certainly me with them. All right, uh, John. Before we get to uh, Jerry Jackowitz, uh, we'll take a thought that you have uh, again on the uh, Saudi Cup uh, in, in this race. The Saudi Cup, of course. Uh, Derma Sotogati, I think, is the horse that you liked. No, I, I like the. I, I do like a Japanese horse. It's, you, know, you see that theme kind of playing out again here. Yeah. But I, I like number uh, thirteen, Ushba Tesoro. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he had a good prep race over over there, and and I like the one turn mile and eighth for him. Uh, he didn't get to show his best in the Breeders' Cup Classic at Santa Anita. He didn't break that day, and that was it. So I, I think maybe he gets overlooked just a little bit. But the way the Japanese horses are running, uh, you know, I know Rich Eng likes Lemon Poppy of Dermosota Gaki that I think. 
John Hardoon likes, so we're in the Japanese contingent at least. Yeah, John uh, likes Derma Sodagati. He uh, said that the other day, and of course, we still got to wait for Jerry Jackowitz to lo- uh, check in on that. I'll give you my horse. Who do you like? Senor Buscador. I think today is the day where there's going to be enough speed up front that this poor horse that's been, you know, closing well and getting pieces and pieces in big races like the Pegasus World Cup. He's got a big, long stretch there in Rio. I think he's going to get up today. I think Senor Buscador is going to get up. I'm certainly using him in my box in that race as well. There's, uh, And that, of course, will be in the Saudi Cup a little bit later on. But, uh, John, uh, and no harm, no foul yesterday with your uh, Santa Anita pick because they scratched that horse. Uh, and, of course, uh, we got your thought about the uh, Rebel Stakes. You like Carbone, correct? I like, yeah, both the inside and outside, the Carbone and the 13 horse in there. That, uh, that is time for truth because I think one of them is going to make the leap. All right. Well, see, you know, i got to tell you, folks, there's been a lot of really uh, big plays, you know, big, uh, nice uh, morning lines on a lot of these horses we've been talking about, that's for sure. And we're always trying to look for value. Uh, we'll go to Santa Anita now. I want to remind everybody out there that John Lindo's Lindo Report for today at Santa Anita features the entire Santa Anita card, of course, with selections, a suggested late pick four, and a suggested coast-to-coast pick five. Don't forget about that. The coast-to-coast pick five <coughs> features the 10th at Gulfstream, the 11th at Gulfstream, the 5th at Santa Anita, the 12th at Gulfstream, and the 7th at Santa Anita. That's the dollar coast-to-coast pick five. And, and if you hit that thing, you're always going to get overpaid, it seems. They, they really do have good payoffs there. John's got a suggested uh, coast-to-coast pick five as well there. So uh, all in all, uh, you can get that whole sheet, comprehensive as it is, right here at the South Point, but only at the South Point here in Las Vegas. This is the only place that got it. And it's free, complimentary to you, because after all, uh, they love horse players here, and they love John Lindo's uh, selection sheet as well, one of the best ones out there. And uh, John, uh, give us a horse that's not going to be scratched today. (laughs) Eighth race today at Santa Anita. We're going to try and beat the favorite, number four, Judge Miller, who... Uh, was a vet scratch January 27th, did not work between January 15th and February 12th, and stretches out. So that's not a great pattern on a favorite. I'm going to go with number six, Low Expectations, comes out of a good effort when he went head-and-head with Flying Drummer, who's a pretty nice horse with Bob Baffert. From an outside post, he can make the lead or press. He's 10-to-1 on the program. He's the value of the race. Number six, Low Expectations, race eight, Santa Anita. All righty, and uh, you've got uh, eighth race of San Anita, number six, low expectations, 10 to 1 on the morning line, another good play. All we got to do is hit one or two of these things. We're going to make money today, that's for sure. And uh, off the lender report in the eighth race, number six. And again, the full lender report with a coast-to-coast pick five, a suggestion there as well. Right here in the book, where all the folks are at now, in the book at the South Point, only here free of charge. Now let's go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. Yes, it is. Uh, Jerry, there you go. There you go. Adjust that camera. There you go, buddy. Okay, because uh, we don't really want we don't want to really see your fan ceiling fan. That's okay. In any case, uh, I know that I asked you to do some work for the Saudi Cup, and you uh, obliged. So uh, let's get your thoughts about the Saudi Cup first. Okay, so on form, the two horses that I like best were. Derma Sodagaki, the four horse, ah. and National Treasure, the nine. And I actually like the, the four on National Treasure even a little bit better than I like. And so at eight to one, he definitely, he re- I really relate to him as a, a horse. The only thing about uh, National Treasure is this race is like super 
packed with speed. And um, there's really no rating this horse off the lead. And would, would there only be one turn in the race? It's, he's going he's gonna to get close to a hot pace, if not be right on it. And uh, um, that's got to be a little bit of a knock on him here today. Uh, if he had a little, you know, a little better situation on the front end, I would just key him and single him. But I, I don't have that. I feel like the, the, the form of the race sort of sets up for a closer. And Dermasodagaki, uh, we see him in the Kentucky Derby running really nicely. Um, maybe was short at that point. Came back in November with no additional racing. Ran right behind White Barrio. Certainly showed his his ability there. Again, we don't see racing. It's all on workout. That's that's how uh, Otashani, the trainer, does it. And uh, you know, just on development, he figures to be right there in the form cycle. I have no reason to back off of him at six to one. So I end up with the four and the nine, and I'm going to make a double key out of it. Where did I put that? Here we go. I'm going to double key it probably in trifectas. It'll probably go something like this. The four, nine over the four, seven, nine, 12, 13, and 14. That's essentially two exact bets. We don't really have to reverse them because we have two top horses. So the four, nine over the four, seven, nine, 12, 13, and 14. I might do it all in the in the last position. That would be two times one, two, three, four, five. Two times five is ten. Ten times twelve, one hundred and twenty combinations. If you have fifty cents, that's a sixty dollar bet. It's essentially you have two really good exactors going. It's not a bad bet to make. All right, the I'm not. Nine, Go ahead. I was going to say the four nine over the four seven nine twelve thirteen and fourteen. Okay, uh, and I'm not going to repeat that because that was a lot going on there, and uh, I hope that everybody got that. But you, uh, in essence, you like uh, the uh, four uh, national, tre- uh, the nine national treasure, and the four Derma Sodagati, right? As, right? as your key horses. Okay, now we'll, uh, and I want them to. I want them to be at somewhere near the morning line. I don't want them to be down at five to two or anything. Well, you know, uh, Jerry, we're betting into an American pool, and you got to think that uh, National Treasure at six to one is ambitious, don't you? In an American pool, um, I don't know. You know, it's yeah. You're probably right. I'm never very good at that. To okay. be really honest, that's we, my weak spot. Okay, we got a minute and a half. We need two picks. Go to Aqueduct. Okay, so where's Aqueduct? Let's go to the fifth race at Aqueduct. Number five, race number five, number ten, good pen. Excuse me, number eight, good penny. Yeah. I'll play the eight. I love this with wood in place. Then take the eight over the one, three, four, and ten. Two reverses, but the eight, good penny, could be a good dollar. All right, we got to move on. Fifth race, the eight over one, three, four, and ten, and reverse. Now Santa Anita. We'll go right to the first race, number five. Let's get on the bandwagon. D'Amato has the sue up. I'll take the five over the old one, two, three. Okay, first race, Sanita, post time, 12.30 p.m. Pacific time. First race, the five over one, two, three, and reverse. Jerry J's uh, play the five in the opener. Bandwagon. Now, don't forget, you can get Jerry J Power Pages for all of Sanita and Aqueduct today at jerryjspowerpage.com. Well, we did it. We got all that information in there. You got plenty of it to think about and talk about, that's for sure. We'll be here to wrap it up tomorrow. John, will you be with us tomorrow? I'll join you tomorrow, Ralph. There we go. You, you got hey, to have a, a fantastic day at the races. And Jerry's going to tell you one more thing. Have a great race day, everybody. All right. We'll see you tomorrow morning.